Hey listeners, it's Crystal Clear, the host of More Morning Lines. I got a riddle for you. What do you get when you cross a parasite with a nanobot and an alien and a bioengineered weapon and some glitter and fuzzballs? You get Morning Lines. Congratulations, if you're listening to this show, there's a pretty good fucking chance you have Morgulons. Here's the good news, because you already know all the bad news, and there's a lot of it. Um, the good news is, is that you're not alone. We're all alone in this together. And um, one day, someday, I do believe the truth will come out. We're not crazy. Can you imagine? We're not crazy. Um, I mean, I'm not crazy. We're definitely not crazy. And I've met some of you, spoken to some of you, and y'all don't seem very crazy either. We all seem to have Morgulons. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're going to have a great episode today. Please stay tuned, even if you don't have Morgulons. If you don't, um, and you're wondering, who the fuck are all these weird delusional people talking about Morgulons? What are Morgulons? We are about to find out. Please stay tuned. Thanks for listening. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To many listeners out there, the best explanation is the simplest one. Occam and his family, if you don't like the show, you don't have to listen. I've said that a few times. I prefer a little bit more complex, entertaining, mysterious, and problematic explanation. Like nanobots from Morgulons. Um, yeah, totally crazy, right? Right? Listen to this article on theconversation.com by Simon Kogulan, the University of Melbourne, and Kobe Leans, King's College, London, December 9th, 2021. The title of the article is, Will Self-Replicating Xenobots Cure Diseases Yield New Bioweapons or Simply Turn the Whole World into Grey Goo? Yeah, y'all, this is right up my alley. Mm Mm-hmm, with all the morgulons. In 2020, scientists made global headlines by creating xenobots, tiny, quote, programmable living things made of several thousand frog stem cells. Okay, programmable living things. Just let that phrase sink in for a minute. And just to note, they did use my brain frogs for some of this research. Uh, Just kidding. Uh, So anyway, these pioneer xenobots could move around in fluids, and scientists claim they could be useful for monitoring radioactivity, pollutants, drugs, or diseases. Early xenobots survived for up to 10 days. Then a second wave of xenobots created in early 2021 showed unexpected new properties. Um, Are some of them turning different colors, like silver and uh, black, just before your eyes? Because I've had morgulons do that. These included self-healing and longer life. I'll take me some. They also showed a capacity to cooperate in swarms, for example, by massing into groups. Sound like a Morgulon team? Yes, swarm of Morgulons. Happens to me all the time. Uh, Last week, the same team of biology, robotics, and computer scientists unveiled a new kind of xenobot. Like the previous xenobots, they were created using artificial intelligence to virtually test billions of prototypes, sidestepping the lengthy trial and error process in the lab. But the latest xenobots have a crucial difference. This time, dun-dun-dun, 
They can self-replicate. Uh-oh, it was supposed to be after that. Dun, dun, dun. Hang on, what? They can self-replicate? The new xenobots are a bit like Pac-Man. As they swim around, they can gobble up other frog stem cells and assemble new xenobots just like themselves. They can sustain this process for several generations. But they don't reproduce in a traditional biological sense. Instead, they fashion the groups of frog cells into the right shape using their, quote, mouths. Ugh. Ironically, the recently extinct Australian gastric brooding frog uniquely gave birth to babies through its mouth. The latest advance brings scientists a step closer to creating organisms that can self-replicate indefinitely. Is this as much of a Pandora's box as it sounds? (sighs) Yeah, it is. Conceptually, human-designed self-replication is not new. In 1966, the influential mathematician Jean von Neumann discussed self-reproducing automata. Um, Grey goo, y'all. Grey goo. Check out that episode back in season something way long ago on More More Glance. Famously, Eric Drexler, the U.S. engineer credited with founding the field of, quote, nanotechnology, referred to the potential of, quote, grey goo in his 1986 book, Engines of Creation. He envisaged nanobots that replicated incessantly and devoured their surroundings. Echophagy, y'all. That's what it's called. Echophagy. Uh, or phagy, transforming everything into a sludge made of themselves. Uh, y'all wait till Crystal Clear clones herself all over this globe. It will be a better place, but then I'll have to start cannibalizing myself. And I just, that's going to happen. I want y'all around to see it. Although Drexler subsequently regretted coining the term, his thought experiment was, has frequently been used to warn about the risks of developing new biological matter. In 2002, without the help of AI, an artificial polio virus created from tailor-made DNA sequences became capable of self-replication. What? Although the synthetic virus was confined to a lab, it was able to infect and kill mice. Possibilities and benefits. The researchers who created the new xenobots say their main value is in demonstrating advances in biology, AI, and robotics. Future robots made from organic materials might be more eco-friendly because they could be designed to decompose rather than persist. I have a few decomposing in my lips right now. They might help address health problems in humans, animals, and the environment. They might contribute to regenerative medicine or cancer therapy. Yeah. You know what happens to a worm? You cut it in half, it grows right back. You know what happens to a woman? Saw her in half? Well, you got a magic show. Xenobots could also inspire art and new perspectives on life. Strangely, xenobot offspring are made of their parents' image, but are not made of or from them. As such, they replicate without truly reproducing the biological sense. Perhaps there are alien life forms that assemble their, quote, children from objects in the world around them rather than from their own bodies. Ooh, I'm going to marinate on that. But what are the risks? <laughs> what could go wrong? Fucking around with God's creation. Surely nothing. Um, well, one, the Xenobot researcher said there is a moral imperative to study these self-replicating systems, yet the research team also recognizes legal and ethical concerns with their work. Centuries ago, English philosopher Francis Bacon raised the idea that some research is too dangerous to do. While we don't believe that's the case for current Xenobots, it may be so for future developments and uh, uh, who's gonna make that call and when who's gonna be looking any hostile use of xenobots or the use of ai to design dna sequences that would give rise to deliberately dangerous synthetic organisms <coughs> covid 19 china is banned by the united nations biological weapons convention and the 1925 geneva protocol and chemical weapons convention however the use of these creations outside of warfare is less clearly regulated 
the interdisciplinary nature of these advances, including AI, robotics, and biology, make them hard to regulate. But it is still important to consider potentially dangerous uses. Uh, China might be somebody we would want to look at. So anyway, um, this article just goes on to say that basically life on Earth, as we know it, is changing a lot. And hopefully the gray goo doesn't take over. Um, yeah. Just looking down at this, um, look, you know, there's always like suggested articles after the article you've just read. The title of one is, Coronavirus is not a bioweapon, dash. But bioterrorism is a real future threat. Future threat? Who the fuck are you kidding? Again, the motive, the means, the madman called Gigi Pink. Anyway. I'm optimistic. I really am. 2022 is going to be a great year. It already is. So glad to be here still today. Living with these fucking Morgulons. Can't get rid of them. Don't think anybody can. So save your money. Um, Unless you just love giving away money. In which case, you can give it to me. There's a way to do it. I don't know how. But it's on Anchor, I think. Or you could just leave a comment. That's free. And it is worth a lot to me. All right. I am going to be back soon. So stay tuned. And thanks for listening. We flew straight to the spew hole of that volcano. Hovering in the helipod. She co-pilot, me pilot, co-pilot. I stared to the bottom of the molten hole. Me, my guy, Hot. I looked at their heart and I said, We made the trip. Shall we take a dip? No, she said. Come on, just one sip. How about a swap? Stop, she said. Just swallow one drop. She thrust the throttle and spun the bottle, and we both felt the wobble. The trickle of all the gods and the basic kick of the devil. Do we go up or down? I asked her. She co-pilot and me pilot co-pilot. Should we go up, 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 up,